If you like this podcast, please support it. Go to patreon.com switchpolice and help us improve the show. Thanks to all of our supporters so far, including our newest patron, Miles Erickson. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm here with uh, one member of Elder Abuse. And uh, so, how many of you are there? In- there is a total of five okay. at a time. That's what I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we've had a we've had a, a pretty big roster over over the years. But yeah, we 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 have five at the at the moment right now. Okay, well, maybe to start off, how, why don't you introduce yourself? And then we'll <laughs> kind of go over who's in the band uh, and what instrumentation you have. For sure. So uh, I'm Alex, and I do I do the vocals in uh, in Elder Abuse. Okay, and then. Uh, the rest of the band. Dan has been uh, my partner since day one, and he's, he does the drums. And then uh, Sean plays bass. Uh, Ryan and Fardo play guitar. Cool. Okay. Which yeah. is kind of a standard uh, punk rock sort of. Uh, formation, yeah, right? makes it easy. Yeah, yeah. nothing unusual. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I guess the main reason though that we're here is because you have a new album coming out and a release show happening within a couple of days of when we're recording this. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that's very exciting. I mean, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask before we get into the album is yeah. I feel like your band that. For whatever reason, I see the name everywhere. I don't know if it's because the name is very distinctive. <laughs> yeah, I remember it, yeah. or if it's because you guys play a ton of shows. I, I, I don't know if it, which one it is, or maybe both. Okay, it's but, probably a mixture of both. Yeah, we were going for like all of last year in 2015, 2016. We were playing shows. We were playing a lot of shows, yeah. and uh, it's died down a bit. But yeah, definitely with a name like we got it. Once you see it, yeah. it kind of yeah, stands out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's maybe you guys just market yourselves well too, because uh, it, it's. That, I mean, there is something about it for sure. I mean. And I don't, it also could be that I've interviewed a lot of bands who've played with you, which yeah, yeah. maybe it comes up that way too. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know. Yeah, no, we try and play with as many bands as possible, and like doing mixed shows and stuff, and yeah. mixing genres. You get your name and you get your band out there. Totally, yeah, yeah. You know, pretty, pretty well, I think. So, how long has, has uh, Elder Abuse actually been like a unit? We started in two thousand twelve. Okay. Just kind of, you know, just jamming, not really planning anything, and then. We played one show and we were gonna pretty much call it after that, and then we uh, we got an offer to play with uh, with Danger Cat for a second show, and then it was like, well, I guess let's give this an actual shot, and we did it, and it was just so much fun, and we couldn't cool. stop after that. Cool. And this is the second second full length, or this is the second full length, yeah. Okay. So what can you tell me about the about the record? Because that's what people are hopefully tuning into. Yeah, yeah. No, the rec. I I really love this record. Um, it's it's called Burnt. We recorded it. Um, over the Christmas break of 2015-2016. Oh, so it's quite a, quite a while back. Yeah, we recorded it a year ago, and um, with with Jordan Voth. Okay. And he was actually he was playing. That's a name that comes up a lot too. Like, yeah, I would imagine I'm yeah. for sure every band uh, in the city, and rightfully so. Like he's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never actually met him, but his name is just. Oh yeah? Like, yeah, no, uh, he's uh, no, he's a great guy, and he, he's super talented, and and he was actually playing in our band at the time that we okay. were recording this. So um, what was he playing? Guitar. Guitar. Yeah. And um, so it made it super easy, and he was very familiar with the songs, which made it... That helps a lot, which, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which made, and made recording it, you know, that much more fun, too, because he was really fully... Inve- like, totally, not that yeah. he isn't at all, he always is, but, like, it, it was super fun to 
because we we did it all over. We did it um, in my basement at the time okay. where I was living. We recorded drums down there, and then we did some vocals in there. We did vocals at Jordan's place, guitars at Jordan's place, cool. and it was just kind of all over. And it would, it it was really fun. And write, writing the record because Dan lives in Brandon. I would drive out there once a week. He would drive in here oh, okay. once a week, and we would we would write the record that way. And uh, I think it came out pretty well. How does that Brandon thing work? I mean, because it's, it's not unusual to be you know working with someone on an album who lives in a different city, mm-hmm. but being in a band with full time, how, how does that like? How do you guys manage it, that? It sucks, <laughs> but no, it's it, honestly for this band, it worked out really well. Like he. Um, He's always lived out there, as long, and I just oh, okay. I met him through um, our the a friend of mine uh, Dallas just kind of knew him. Who he grew up in Brandon as well. Okay. And when we first started, um, we needed a drummer, and he's like, "Hey, I know this guy yeah. named Dan. He lives in Brandon, but he wants to come jam, kind of thing." And then from then on, it was basically just it was me and him, and uh, and Dallas was there for a while too, and. Um, we just kind of made it work. Like, we, well, the logistics of it just seemed horrible. <laughs> oh, totally. Um, so we don't. Uh, the writing that we do, we kind of do it in big chunks. We okay. don't have like just like, when you're together, you take advantage of it. Exactly. Kind of like, I'm sure normal bands and like the, the <laughs> regular bands out there have you know the once a week jams yeah, and all yeah, that, right, right, which right. makes you know way more sense than what we've done. But um, when we do get together and when he comes in or when I go there, like we make sure we buckle down and and. You know, have fun because we yeah. are, you know, best friends, and it, which is awesome. But we we make the jams count. And cool. Yeah. How does it work for shows? Uh, I mean, well, do you have to sort of plan? Like, do you do a lot of shows in Brandon as well, or is it mostly? We've done uh, quite a number of shows in Brandon. Um, the scene there's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Like we there was this bar there that we played for a while. Um, the Decker, and then there was a, the the North Hill Inn. I think is right. is of any there. And then we played some pretty really really good uh, all ages shows out Are there the community too. Centers there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some East End community centers. Yeah, yeah. We I played, played, played there before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Years ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we played uh, last show. We played there was with the Isotopes. Okay, I think yeah, it was like yeah. this time last year or two years ago or whatever. But yeah, Brandon Brandon's fun, and it, it, you know you meet more people that way. And does it help having? A member in Brandon, like, does that make you kind of a Winnipeg band and a Brandon band? Yeah, totally. Like, um, I think through there, um, because Dan lives in Brandon, there are you know there are kids in the scene over there, and there's a group of guys from Verdon, which is just I outside. lived in Verdon for a year and a half. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, well the band that's playing our release show yeah. to kind of bring it all back. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, Broken Nose Mall Santa. Right. They're four dudes just from Verdon that's hilarious. that we met just because of playing of Brandon, in Brandon. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're four awesome guys. and That's awesome. So anytime we get a chance to play with them, we will. Because, yeah. you know, when you're in Verdon playing, getting gigs in Winnipeg, it's got to be pretty difficult. Yeah, so. I imagine so. Yeah, I was only there for a year and a half, but it was this, yeah. it's fairly isolated. Like, uh, Brandon is oh, the man. big city to Verdon, right? There was this, uh, they had this house in Verdon. And so anytime we would go on tour out west, we would always stop and play at the house. Right. And it was yeah. house shows in general are really fun. They're great, yeah. yeah. But like that one, people jumping off couches and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's just sort of like dwell on the Brandon thing. It's just it's very interesting to, to have. I mean, oh like, man, totally. That that much of a distance, right? I mean, if it was like Portage or something, maybe it seems more likely. But Brandon, yeah. Brandon's a track. Like you actually have to. You got to make it work. You got to commit to it, right? There's been yeah. There's times like. Um, I'd be going out there. Like a lot of our, you know, jamming is spent either like over a Christmas break or over right. like a long weekend or when something like that. When you have the time, to, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was like two or three winters ago, and we were writing. Uh, I think we were um, writing for the split that we put out. And the anchorless one. Yeah, <coughs> sorry. And um, 
my car, it was like minus 50 or whatever. My car went started, so I, was, I slept in Dan's basement and missed, you know, five days of work because right. it was like minus right. 50 and, you're stuck, and, and you're stuck there and because the roads are closed or whatever. Yeah. So that kind of stuff makes it difficult, but... I guess that gives you more time to write, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. So what was the uh, delay, uh, if you recorded the album so far back mm-hmm. and actually releasing it now, uh, I know you, you got it coming on vinyl. Is that part of it? Yep, yep, totally. Um, we are super fortunate to... Um, be a part of, a, of an awesome record label state of mind okay and just once you're done recording it there's just so much other stuff that goes into it that like i never really anticipated or you don't really like expect it to take right. a long time but like there's things right, like because your part's done right you, you oh wait, my part yeah you just yeah. wash hands of it yeah. and, but um there's a you know the artwork and getting all that sorted um which we're really happy with yeah it looks very cool yeah. oh yeah um and that was done, the artwork on this record was done by a guy named Patrick Sparrow out uh, out in Eastern Ontario. Okay. And we've seen his work um, just with kind of bands out there. And we were like, yeah, that looks really cool. So we cool. got, a, we got a, uh, him to do a t-shirt for us. Okay, the same kind of style? Same kind of style, yeah. And we're like, oh, this is this is awesome. Like, we should see if yeah. he can do a record. And he did. And, and uh, he gave us a quick sample. We're like, oh, yeah. Like that that looks awesome. Well, it fits. I mean, I don't know what it is about that kind of style that fits style-wise with like pop punk, gay punk. Yeah. Anything of that, those those multiple subgenres of punk rock. Yeah. That like lots of stuff happening, cartoony kind of like it's yeah. it fits perfectly. Oh yeah, I know. Not sure why, but it was exactly what we were going for. Like the we were kind of going for an end of the world type yeah. of theme, and we always joked. Uh, yeah, like you ever seen those those play mats when you were a kid or whatever that had like all the roads on it. Yeah, or my whatever. kids have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, your kids have that exactly. I had it growing up, and like I thought it'd be pretty funny to to use that. And yeah, I can see that. I can see the influence. Yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, cool. totally. Cool. But yeah, just with the rest of the processing of the record and stuff. Um, so we're lucky enough to have State of Mind, but then um, another record label from the UK, Little Rocket Records. Okay. Um, they uh, wanted district, you know. They wanted to do the distribution in the UK, which yeah, is like that's awesome. that's hell yeah! Like that, whoa! It was it's so it's always so weird when it, when it, you know these guys want to come and they like your music. You're like wow, I have no idea. They want to release it for you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's holy awesome. shit! Yeah. I did not expect that. Um, so it's just them kind of sorting out um, that, and then once it got actually to the presses and stuff like sure. that, when it when it's a small run of three hundred or four hundred records like we did. It definitely takes a backseat to any kind yeah, of like priority, right? and, major label yeah. that's that's putting printing on millions of you know Taylor Swift records. Right, and now that vinyl is so huge again, it's exactly. like, and record store day and all this shit, like yeah, you get bumped off. Yeah, right? yeah, you get bumped off. So you just kind of have to wait your turn and yeah, and uh, you know you get the test prices back. You don't even want to hear them. You just be like, yeah, once we have our in, like <laughs> just good. go. Yeah, 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 I don't care. Yeah. Yeah.
No, that, that's, that's something that sets you guys apart, I think, though. A lot, I mean, especially especially punk stuff. I mean, a lot of bands, because of the convenience of it, are just self-releasing, right? I mean, they're just putting yeah. out, like, whether it's a CDR or just digital only or tape mm-hmm. or whatever. It seems like uh, people are just almost avoiding the whole idea of hooking yeah. up a label. I mean, some bands, especially ones that tour in Europe, a lot of they're making those connections. Yeah. But a lot of local bands, especially, will just be like, I'm not going to bother with this because it sounds like too much work and I'm going to just self-release yeah. and oh. this works and it, yeah. I totally, like, I, I totally understand that, too. Like, it's, the day that we were done, like, that Jordan gave us back the Masters, yeah. it was like, all right, I want to share this with everybody. Yeah, I was so, like, there, right? I was yeah. so happy with it and I just, like, I, I want everyone to hear this right now. And, you know, you just have to sit, sit on it for Years a year. Like, yeah. A year, you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, and so, um, but it's totally worth it. And, and to have to have something concrete like that. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. So yeah. what, um, I mean, was vinyl always the goal with this stuff? I mean, you the last one uh, on vinyl as well, right? So. Yeah. It was never, like, it was never a goal of mine. Like, it's, it, now that it's done, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. But the goal of this band was just to play shows and travel. Right. Like that was that and that's always been like the coolest thing. And like growing up seeing seeing all these bands and seeing their YouTube videos or whatever of them being across the world and Yeah, that's always super cool. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, man, you have to do this playing music? Like yeah. that's that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's so, a pretty and, good goal, I think, for a lot of bands, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and along the way if we can, you know, press CDs and or and vinyl and, and tapes and all that stuff, yeah. like that'll help us go and do that definitely hell sure. yeah like all about it but traveling is the main the main thing for sure cool do you think there's uh i mean style wise in terms of uh the, the sound on the record um has it because it was recorded so long ago has there been a, a noticeable difference in, in the sound that you have now versus the sound that you had on this record or <laughs> and the reason i'm asking too is specifically with you guys is because uh i think you from what i've heard anyway i feel like you fit very specifically into a genre yeah, and I think that maybe bands that are a little more difficult to define, yeah. they do switch pretty drastically from release to release. But yeah, are you? I mean, is it is your sound pretty much locked in as your sound? Um, no, it, there, I think just with because we've had so let me see, like five, five, six guitar players now. Right, it right, kind of so waver. Yeah, it yeah. kind of wavers with with that, but it's it's awesome because then no ever show. You could see us last year, and the show that you're going to see this year, we're going to be playing the same songs, right? But they're going to sound different. So different experience, the different stuff, experience, yeah. which yeah. is awesome. That's cool. So like, right now, like Fardo, Mike Fardo from Waster is playing in our okay. band, so yeah. he adds like an extra like, right? Let's shredding, different like different you know, yeah. like different things. And with when we had Jordan, his band Bleed American was more of a like a true pop punk band, right. which is awesome. So on these songs, you do get a bit more pop in it, which is what we were going for right, on this right, record yeah. but now we'll play these same songs and we're going to play them exactly as they recorded sometimes we might have a bit more beef in them or whatever right, right. no okay. it, it's uh yeah it makes for a different experience every time you come see us so what uh how do you define it i mean uh, i know you're saying this one is a bit more pop punk maybe than some other stuff i mean pop punk is obviously there as an influence yeah, yeah. but there's probably some other stuff going on as well whenever like people ask me what genre the band is or what we, i always just revert to punk rock and just kind of right. let you go make what you want of it with that i guess right because it's big enough that people can put their own yeah yeah if so if you're gonna ask me that that's what i would say sure. um okay well uh, maybe uh, can you pinpoint like some influences then that would maybe would apply to if not all the band like most of the band or, or the people who are doing the songwriting is there something that like Certain artists that maybe you kind of point to is like, oh yeah, we all listened to this growing up, or mm. we still listen to this, or, or something like that. That's that's a good one. Um, that narrows it down a bit, right? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> outside of the, just the punk. Totally, yeah. No, 
I think it all depends on like what you're listening to at the time. Fair enough. Than anything, you kind of rip it off. I'm trying to think like you don't rip anything off, obviously. No, but, but you're taking it you do, from. but you don't. Yeah, yeah. But um, you hear it later, right? Oh, one hundred percent. You're like, oh my god, I shouldn't have stole. No. So it's okay. Well, with this new album, then, like, who do you hear later? It's a lot of like or... when we were doing this one. A lot of the songs I wrote were in twenty. So I'm trying to think of what I was listening to. Um, like Iron Sheik, a lot of yeah. like, a lot of like fat guy punk rock bands. If that, <laughs> you know, that is the thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like Red City Radio and okay. uh, Bouncing Souls were always. I'm always listening right. to and just kind yeah. of stuff like that. Um. And then, you know, the more, like, I'm I'm always listening to, you know, pop more pop-pop bands, like The Wonder Years and, okay. and stuff like that. And I've always, I, I think if you're not putting a hook in every song, like, uh, what's the... What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> right. So that's kind that's of That's a my, very pop-pop thing, too. Like, yeah, you gotta... Yeah. I've, uh, I've, I try to do the same thing with uh, with our last record, Born to Lose. Our, um, the first song off both off both records don't have a chorus. Okay. I just wrote four choruses and just put it together that's awesome. and that's... So it's full of hooks. It's, it's like, just hook, hook, yeah. hook. And, well, that's what I tried doing anyways, whether you like it or not, right, it's up right. to you. That's but that's that was the idea behind it is trying to catch you right away. That's and, cool. Yeah. Do you think there's a, um, a resurgence of some kind in, in pop punk and in that kind of 90s era punk rock? Hell yeah. I, I'm not, I can't decide whether it's just people who grew up on that stuff are yeah. now finally like their own bands are starting to starting to get uh, yeah. But, but I mean, a lot of people who grew up on this stuff right now they've been in bands for a while, right? So yeah. I, I don't know what's happened, but it seems like it's more prevalent. It's such yeah. Like if you look at just uh, like even locally, just, just locally, locally yeah. the bands doing that, and then um, that Pooza Fest that's going on in Montreal right, yeah, exactly. this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. All the bands playing that are are punk rock, whereas last year they were all metal hardcore. Right. Right. This year it's all it's punk rock, which is awesome. What do you think that is though? Like why why is it coming back around? Is it just I a cyclical no, thing or? Yeah, it must be. Like um, every however many years, it's kind of right. It kind of comes back around, and like screamo is coming back for a yeah, while, and yeah, like yeah. I guess it all depends. But I'm super pumped because like I've been listening to punk rock since. Sure. Yeah. Like walk. No, that's not really. I was, just, I was listening to Backstreet Boys, just like right, everybody else. Right, right. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's super awesome, and I hope it lasts as long. Or people who don't normally listen to punk rock can kind of right. hear it and be like, "Oh, what's this?" Or yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Do you think it's the stuff that's? I mean, obviously, it depends on the band, of course. But do you think that uh, some of the stuff that's coming out now that that fits into that genre? Do you think it, there's a different vibe to it than there was maybe in the '90s that kind of makes it stand out as you know, 21st century? version of pop punk or skate punk or fat record sound or any of that stuff that kind of is all sort of in the same vein maybe just like the recording quality I'm trying to think like well, yeah that, that's that's a, a, for sure the that's recording good. quality yeah. absolutely lyrically they're all I that's my favorite thing about punk rock is the lyrics because they're the most honest things right that you could possibly right, there's no, listen to there's no real filter on that yeah, no yeah. it's just guys like grown men crying about girls or like right. like I don't know just listen I was listening to Red City Radio today and the new record and like it's just a big fat guy crying about crying about girls, and it's like it's so honest, and it's yeah. you know all the self loathing stuff. And right, yeah, there's tons of that. Yeah, yeah tons yeah, of that, yeah. and that's what makes punk rock awesome. Is yeah. that a guy on the a lot of us on the outside look big and scary, but on the inside, it's right, like, right. Oh, he's just a big softy. He's just sad about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah.
do you ever feel like there's an age that's too old for that, or is it just forever? No, I think as you get older, it gets cooler. Right. Like I, I that's uh, that's my thing. Like when you're when when I first started playing guitar and doing like seventeen, eighteen. Right. It was all about girls or whatever, and you then then you start getting into your twenties, and it's like, well, I don't want to make all my songs about that. I want to be more. I want to be deeper. And, yeah, yeah. And write songs with meaning. And then you hear these guys in their thirties and get into forty and still writing about girls. You're like, no, that's way cooler. Like that's. <laughs> Just keep doing it. He's forever. so honest. Yeah. Like that is that is so cool. Even if he's not honest, even if it's just like yeah, a formula. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Did uh, I mean those of you who are from, are you Winnipeggers? I guess not the Brandon guy. Maybe. Yeah. But um, did you guys come up in the Winnipeg punk scene? Like, I mean, was there? A... Um, I I grew up in in Saint Vital in this okay. area, yeah. and on there wasn't a, a big punk scene here in the high school that I went to. Like nobody liked punk rock there. Okay. I went it's, to school. It's kind of like a, a weird of, high school experience, right? Cause yeah. Like everyone. Uh, yeah, big scenes and yeah, totally. There was no rock shows that really? I and was it just that you were like being out here? You're like somewhat detached from downtown. Or stuff, I or? think so. Yeah, like um, so I didn't, I didn't know a local scene existed. Like I just didn't know that was a thing. I liked the way I found out about bands and stuff was through um like compilation records yeah, or that's the best way to find Tony Hawk Pro Skater or like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that. Or or I'd look up on the internet and see what my favorite bands, who they were touring with, and, and find out that way. Yeah. And then once I went to college, I met a guy, and I was wearing, like, a Set Your Goals t-shirt or something like that. Okay. And he's like, oh, cool band. I was like, no way. Somebody you know actually yeah, yeah. knows what this is. I thought in Winnipeg nobody knew. And yeah. then through that, I started going to local shows, and I saw fame, and I was like, oh, my God, these guys are, like, from here. And then... Seeing Danger, Danger Cat and whatever, right. it's like, holy shit, like, there's some really good bands. Yeah. Like, locally, I had no idea, so I was like... Did I, that get you to start? Like, Yes, that, yeah. so it was like, I want to play this. I want to be with these guys. Yeah. And through that, I just met a whole bunch of guys um, that way. And everyone in the scene's awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the most... The punk rock scene in Winnipeg is the most inviting thing. I mean, other genres, I think, are hopefully do the same thing. Yeah, I think for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, but yeah, punk rocks is really cool here in Winnipeg. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It always seems to be. I mean, I'm I'm pretty removed from it. I mean, yeah. I started going to shows when I was I was in junior high, which was like '95 or so. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, now I haven't played in bands myself in like I don't know almost ten years. Wow. But um, yeah, it still seems I, I it still seems like there's a very easy, very low barrier to entry. For punk yeah. rock, like I mean, oh yeah. Especially if I'm talking to a band like this happens a lot on the show. A band I've never met before. And yeah. It could be ten years younger than me, and still like very very simple to, to kind of get in. Same same references, same yeah. you know same <coughs> it, it, same as it was when I was a teenager. It's, like, it's just it's it's no change. It's super like it's easy and hard to get on a show at this like at the same time. Like easy, all you gotta do is just go to a show. Yeah. Just go talk to somebody. Nobody's gonna like cool guy you or, or no no you know be like oh who's this kid like oh it's a new guy coming to the show you want more people to come out. And be like, hey, I have a band. Yeah. Can I play on the next one? Or just like add people on Facebook or whatever. And For sure, yeah, yeah. You can get on a show so quickly, and and you don't even have to be good. Like you just have to try. Well, no one's good when they start. Right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, man. We were, yeah. man, we were awful. Everybody's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably, probably a few exceptions, but most people are just awful. brutal. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. That's interesting though that you you kind of came to it at a much older age than a lot of people. I mean, you were mm -hmm. listening to it, obviously, but yeah. still, I mean, most people, especially punk bands I talk to as well on here, I mean, they, they start when they're like 15 going to shows or whatever. Yeah. And they, they've kind of been like in that circle ever since and, and it's interesting that you kind of 
Yeah, no. It was a backwards it, way of getting into it, really. Yeah, no, I, it, it kind of sucks that I missed out on all that. Right. But um, I'm very thankful for even coming into it uh, older. I mean, mind you, when I started going to, actually on the shows, I was... 1920. So which is not that old, really. No. Which is not which is not that old, but. But I guess some people are in it from like 13. <laughs> yeah, well, you hear some guys like promoting shows when they're yeah. 13. Oh, for or, sure. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. and the whole like I miss the whole community center. Oh, it's too bad. Those game. Games, yeah, I know. And everyone cool. talks about like yeah. people jumping over each other. And it's like, oh, I wish I was there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you start new ones though, right? This exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you um, so because you kind of missed a lot of that and mm-hmm. kind of got in after the fact. Are there any local bands that you kind of um, have retroactively looked into, like local punk bands that you sort of got into that you missed maybe the first time around because you weren't going to shows and just kind of found, oh, shit, these guys are amazing. I, I wish I'd... Uh, the first one that comes to my head is, is like, The Rippers. Right, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. those guys. Um, I'd, I'd seen the name around, and... It's another one that's on a lot of posters. So like, exactly. You see yeah. it on these posters, and then you realize, holy crap, these guys are local. Uh-huh. Like... Uh, and then you see them, and they've already put out their second record. You're like, oh man, I could have been seeing these guys every weekend. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, I know Comeback Kid played here every weekend. You know, back in the day yeah, too. Another huge, another yeah. huge band. Um, yeah, there's so many. Like, yeah, there's there's a bunch here that I wish I would have heard of, or you know, because yeah. the local scene's awesome. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, that's why I do this, right? I mean, yeah, you keeping it. Yeah, yeah. promote the promote the local scene. You keeping it real. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I had something else I was going to ask you. Oh, um, you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, having the physical physical albums are good for yeah. if you're going to tour, things like that. Yeah. Is that, is that something you're planning to do uh, in support of this new album? Is there other tours kind of in the works or in the future? Yeah, we're hoping to get something done for this summer. Okay. Um, we've This is the longest break we've had. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't played a show since October. Okay. And we've kind of been keeping it, keeping it low in anticipation of the record. Like, we right, don't want to course, play yeah. too many shows before the record release. You burn out the material almost? Or? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we want the, the record release show to be as, as packed as possible. And, sure. You know. Um, it's quite a break, though. It's a pretty it's, it's, it's the longest one. Like, we, we've we had a few practices now since uh, break, and it's, it's been the most fun. I think, we, like, a, a break was almost needed. Right, to get back into it. Yeah, and so they've been the most fun. Um, but we're hoping to get a, a tour together, even, just a simple, like, West Coast Canada one, even cool. just for the summer. But we're heading out east to Montreal to do the the Pooza Fest okay, awesome, out yeah. there. Um, there's a few local bands in that, I think, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Is there's... Is Clip Wing playing it? Or? Clip Wing's playing. Uh, Greg Reckes. Yeah, yeah he, he plays every year. He plays, yeah, he's plays every year. Yeah. Um, oh, this sucks. There's so many good... I think there's some more, though. I think there's yeah, there's good games. Old Wives from Edmonton is playing. Uh, Worst Days Down from Edmonton. Um, That's a huge bill in general. They just Oh, like, hell yeah. Like, crazy. yeah, we got a... Well, the draw just came, or the, the schedule just came out, and we're playing uh, at the same time as the Flatliners. Oh, wow. That's so which uh, which kind of sucks, yeah. but it was we've, this is our third time doing it now, and we're finally off of the uh, the 7 o'clock right, right. time we actually got to... You're established enough. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. playing at 9.30 this year. So. Pretty good, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Montreal's awesome. And that's such a huge fest. It seems to be getting bigger every time. I've never been, but I mean, yeah. just looking at the list of bands playing, it seems yeah. Like there's so many bands like Reviver and Red City Radio and uh, Lagwagon, Daggermouth's playing, right. and uh, you know, so yeah, many bands. A lot of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
mentioned the UK thing too. Is that something that's going to hopefully happen as a result of the distribution out there? Like, that'd be nice. Um, we've never been, we've never played shows in the UK. We did Southeast Asia last year, really, which was awesome. How does that happen? Because usually, usually Europe is the or the states yeah, are Europe, right? That's what that's kind of what we thought too. And then it was like, well, if everyone does Europe, we should go do something else. That's very different. <laughs> and like so, um, like what countries did you go to? We were in. We didn't do too many. We did uh, Indonesia. Okay. So we did a few shows there. We did Malaysia, and then we played in Singapore. Cool. So we did a total of six shows, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like, it was a vacation. Like we right, all, yeah, you know, yeah. took time off work. Like we all have jobs or in school and stuff like that. So if you're gonna go do something, rather than be in a van for three weeks and all, to the and all hate each other, like yeah. yeah, and all hate each other, and it was just like let's just go across the world. And so the way that happened was Dan. Dan used to play in a band called Daggermouth. Right. And just through that, he made connections. And a guy, he when he was out in Vancouver, met a guy from Indonesia who moved back. Oh, okay. To okay. Moved back to the Indonesia and kind of set something up that way. And he's a booking agent out there and, and does all the shows for like when Comeback Kid goes out there and Reviver goes out right. there. So he kind of set it up with them. And got us these shows, and they were like, Kate, we have this tour for you. Cool. Say yes or no, you have X amount of days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, here's, yeah, let's do it. It's <laughs> awesome. And so we went over two weeks, like only two weeks, but it was, um, and it was so cool. Like, what, what's the, is there a big punk scene down there? It's, it's huge. Like, yeah. like, That's like everywhere, I guess, right? It's- yeah, I mean, when we went down there, no one... No one came to the shows being like, oh, Elder Abuse no, is playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, But it was like, oh, there's a band from Canada. It was no different than a tour that we would do here. Like, we were still playing with local bands. Cool. Um, which was awesome. What so kind you, of venues? Uh, the first, <laughs> they were all interesting. There was your typical, like, bar, yeah. uh, bar venues. Um, we did, we played in a skate park cool. in Bali. Which was awesome. It was run by Australians. Okay. So it was like in the middle of nowhere. This is close enough to Australia, right? Like they're not yeah, there. it's like they're Mexico. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they all vacation there, and so we went. Um, I'm trying to think. We were in Bali, which is a big party party city, and we play the skate park, and we we show up, and there's this bowl, and people are skating, and there's cool. like this little hut, and there's like drums and guitar. We were the only band playing that night, and That's it was. Awesome. Oh, it was super cool. It was in the middle, like, we had to, you Ubered everywhere there, and uh, the guy just said, we had to drive literally through a field to yeah. get there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, that was fun. And then we played this one uh, in Medan, which is, is about a third world country as you could possibly okay. get. And, like, you're driving, you get from the airport, and we got picked up by the show promoter, and we're we're driving, and it was, like, you know, it hits you pretty hard. Like there's literally like tin tin roofs and, right, and mud right. huts everywhere, and you you know you're driving through, and you're like, holy shit! Like we're literally yeah in a completely other part of the world, and we roll in, going down the street, and I was like, oh guys, this is it! Like we're done! Like we're <laughs> not getting out of here! And we roll up to this thing in the middle of this. <clears throat> third world country and it looked like the hard rock cafe it had this huge guitar okay like on the front and the show this was like his bar and i don't know how he got the money to do all this kind of right. stuff but he uh they brought us in and immediately like served us iced coffees they just like wouldn't let us stop drinking iced coffees and like we were gonna leave and he was like no 
you stay here. Like, all right, man. Like, we'll stay. <laughs> like, he was yeah. super scary. And, um, yeah, that night we stayed in this uh, hostel, I guess. And it had these security gates that we couldn't open. So okay. we were stuck there until, until, someone came until somebody came wow. and opened them. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty nuts. I haven't thought about that in a while, actually. <laughs> but that was, uh, that was pretty crazy. Is that not that particular venue, but is that somewhere you want to go back? I mean, is Asia like a at some oh, point? Oh, absolutely. Like, if you get a chance to go there or a second chance or whatever, yeah, yeah. totally want to go. Um, we spent a lot of our time in Jakarta, which is like the big city. There's like 9 million people in, in yeah, a crazy, city yeah. the size of Winnipeg. Um, would I go there again? Probably not. <laughs> but like Malaysia and Kuala, uh, Kuala Lumpur was a city we went to there. It was absolutely beautiful. Cool. And I would love to go there again. There, the punk scene there was awesome. Um, do you think it's just because the like you were saying before about the lyrics and the, the kind of the content of punk songs? Do you think it's just because that's universal? Is that why punk works everywhere? Like one hundred percent. We like getting picked up uh, from the airport for the show in Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, we were talking to the guy and his name was C Chan. He was a bet. So he was hilarious. And so we were trying to like learn about the culture and whatever. Yeah. So we were talking about the religions there or um, anything that they practice. And so I forget who asked him, but he was like, "So like, what do you practice?" And he like looks at us like we're dumb. He's like. Yeah. Dude, I like punk rock. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said it was like, you know, he had a... With the accent. The accent. He's like, yeah. I'm punk rock. And I was like, fair enough. Like, that's yeah. why we're here. That's why we're all here. Like, That's cool. Yeah, no, it, it made it super cool. And everyone's showing up in camo shorts and t-shirts right. anyways. They just... So it's the same thing. It's they just, just look different. different. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. different side of the world. Was, that's cool. So it made it super cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting place to go. Mm -hmm. Compared to the usual tours. I mean, yeah. yeah, so obviously Europe is a place that we'd love to go. Sure, yeah. And punk, um, I mean, obviously the punk scene there is huge too. The yeah, like our Mobina Galore. Yeah, they, here, yeah. Are, they tour like constantly though. They're, man, they're, they never stop they're so hard working. Like yeah. they're, they're giving her all the time. And, you know, just seeing the photos that Jenna's been putting up on the internet and stuff, yeah. their shows just keep getting bigger and bigger. Well, and like, some of the tours that people are opening for too. It's crazy. Like, yeah, they're playing with the game yeah, it's Like, what the hell? Yeah. So, no, that's. and. Nobody deserves it more than they do. Yeah, they like, they've been, they've been working really hard. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So to, to keep going out there and, and playing shows out there would be awesome. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, with uh, you know, with the Little Rocket Records, uh, we will get something going out there. Cool.
So do you want to just remind uh, everyone when the uh, release show is? And uh, yeah. Yeah. So the show is April 28th. It's a Friday um, at the Goodwill. And we're playing with Clipwing. Uh, Keith from Danger Cat's going to do an acoustic set. Okay. And then Broken Nose Mall Santa's going right, to play the as well. Guys, For the Burton boys, yeah. yeah. That's awesome, that's awesome. And yeah. uh, where's that? It's a good, the Goodwill. Goodwill, good. yeah. cool. And then the record is coming out that day. Is it available? Uh, it'll be available online, I guess? It's Yeah, it's available now, actually. It came okay. out last Friday. It's anywhere you download your music from. So Apple Music or Spotify Whatever, or... Bandcamp. Yeah, or you can come to my house because I have physical copies here. <laughs> if you want to, you know. Are they available at any stores locally or anything like that? Or? We're gonna. They're not yet. We're gonna go hand them out to to Music Trader cool. and I think Eat 'Em Up Records. Yeah, that seems like a good place for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get some in there too. Cool. Okay. Which would be nice. And if someone has uh, is hearing you about you for the first time on the show, what's the best way for them to find out more? Uh, where do they find you? On the uh, just look us up on. I think our most active social media profile is probably our Instagram okay. one, um, which is Elder Abuse Two Hundred Four. Is there any danger of getting some weird shit because of the name of the band? If or? you uh, <laughs> if you search up the hashtag Elder Abuse, you'll probably find something that yeah. you're not looking you you're looking forward to. Yeah. But um, especially YouTube. <laughs> right. Right. If you, imagine, just, yeah. <laughs> if you just type in Elder Abuse, but we're getting to the point now where I think we're the third thing that comes up on YouTube. It's pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, crossing my fingers, we might make it. Yeah. So. Have you had any backlash about the name? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, um. I mean, it all depends. Like, I'm never too hurt by it because, like, anybody getting upset by it because it's... Well, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's going to happen. People are going to get mad about everything. It's 2017. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. people are going to... So, if you don't like the band name, you're probably not going to like the music on it probably anyways. No. So, yeah. I don't really care. Um, it's just... We start off as a joke, right? Yeah. Like, we were... <clears throat> when we first started, we were jamming in our parents' basements. And it was, you know... If we were going too long, they'd be like, oh, this is elder abuse. Right. We're like, oh, that's funny. And like I said earlier, like, we weren't planning on playing more than a couple shows so anyways, so it just didn't matter at, so right? didn't yeah. matter at yeah. all. And then, I don't know, it just kind of stuck, and it's better, I don't know, like, better to have a band name that kind of sticks out. Yeah, oh, definitely. It, it does stick out. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay, so people can look up elder abuse and hopefully they'll Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right one. And you, you guys got Facebook and Twitter. And all Facebook, stuff. Twitter. Um, we got a band camp, too, where all the music's on. And, cool. Um... Check out the State of Mind Bandcamp too, because they got a bunch of cool music on cool. there. And is there anything after the release show coming up that people want to know about in the near future? Uh, the only thing we have scheduled right now is um, the Pooza Fest. Right. I am doing an acoustic show. Um, I'm doing a solo gig. I believe it's May 30th okay. at the Windsor with a couple of Vancouver bands. Cool. It's a Dead End Driving and The Greatest Sons. Do you do a lot of those? I've been trying to do more. Um, I started doing them, I did one a few years ago, and just a couple of buddies were coming in on tour, and they needed an opening band. I was like, right. if you can't find anybody, I'll just like give it a shot. Yeah. And like, I do most of the the writing for the Elder Abuse songs anyways, musically, okay. so um, gives me a chance to kind of play them again, because sure, I, yeah. once, you know, once we finish the songs, I never really get to play them ever again. Because you're just singing, right? Because I just do the yeah. vocals, yeah. so um gives me a chance to play them again, and revisit them, which is cool. a lot of fun. So I did one. I played at the the Handsome Daughter in February okay. for a show, and yeah, it's, just, it's super fun. It's more, it's different, right? Like the the punk rock is, like playing with with the full band is, you know. Yeah, it's gonna be a different vibe. It's a totally it. different vibe, but then you kind of get to hear more of the words and stuff like that, I guess. But it, it's still, I want to deliver the same the same thing. 
But. So it's it, it's it's always elder abuse songs in acoustic yeah. form. It's not like a separate project. No, I I thought about doing solo stuff, but like yeah. I mean, anything I write comes out like this band. So until might as well use it for this band. Pretty much yeah. until this band is is done, I'll be I'll be writing stuff cool. for that. So okay, well yeah, people should check out the shows, check out the album, uh, find you guys online. If they want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. Uh, all two hundred whatever podcasts are there for free download <laughs> streaming. Um, and we're also on UMFM on uh, Monday nights at uh, sorry Sunday nights at midnight, which is you know a good time to listen to the radio. Uh, <laughs> and those those are older episodes, so they uh, they kind of re-release episodes that came out a few months earlier. So it sort of gives out each episode a second win, which is kind of cool, like cool. an extra chance for people to hear it. Yeah, no, um, yeah, they're always available online, of course, but you know it's cool to turn on the radio at midnight on a Sunday and it's like, hey, cool. Yeah, what's uh, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, please please do that. Uh, please support UMFM. Um, you know we are really happy that they let it, they play our weird show on their show. yeah <laughs> uh, at such a strange time of night, but. <laughs> Yeah, they're very cool, and uh, it's another just example of people in Winnipeg doing cool stuff for the music scene. Yeah, right? no doubt. all those stations. Um, we also have uh, social media, everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, type in Witch Police. Odds are you're going to get something related to the show. It's not the most common word, I guess, so <laughs> yeah. it should, should work. Uh, and we have a Patreon page, too. Um, as I said, the show is always free, always will be free. But the Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash wishpolice, is basically just a tip cup. So if you want to support the show, you can give us like a buck a month or whatever you want to give. And that will go eventually go toward buying better equipment, fixing a website, things like that. And that's totally voluntary. So I, I don't want to, I feel like begging every time I mention it. But it's like, it's there if you want to use it. If you don't want to do it, you can still hear the show for free whenever you want to hear it. So it's so, so that, that, that's the thing. Yeah. Awesome. So, anyway, yeah, thanks for having me. And, uh, oh, no, thanks for, thanks for coming down, man. Good luck this with the release show. And, thanks. Yeah.